Hey guys, there's five minutes till service, so please come in, grab seats, grab a friend, make sure you have your notebook open or your notes, and just get ready to dive into the Word and worship with us tonight. Guys, if you haven't already found a seat, I suggest you grab a seat right now and then just get ready to dive in with us tonight. Let's go. 
Hey, Wednesday nights are our favorite nights of the week. But first, we're going to start off with some announcements. So, Brooklyn, hit us with our first announcement. Hey, y'all, can we please take out our phones? And so while we're on our phones, please turn off your airdrop and give us a follow at BridgeYTH underscore at Instagram and TikTok. And we have service takeover this Sunday, so make sure to pull up this Sunday, 1130 main service. It's going to be a great time. You don't want to miss it. Who is ready to give an outward declaration of their inner transformation? Because we got water baptisms on May 28th. Let's go. So sign up tonight, guys. Sign up tonight. If anything changes tonight after service, sign up. We would love to have you. Who has been to summer camp? Raise your hand if you've been to summer camp. Bro, I joke around, but like summer camp is my personality trait. I love summer camp and you don't want to miss it. So, hey, our summer camp dates are Monday, July 17th through Thursday, July 20th. Registration's coming up, so get on it. You don't want to miss it. It's a great week and you want to be there. It's a party. Guys, do we love our Bridge Youth Seniors? Hey! Y'all made it, bro. You made it through high school. Let's go. Wednesday, June 7th, after youth. We just want to congratulate you guys and celebrate. So make sure you scan the QR code to register. The QR there code. There it is. Come on now. Take a picture. Take a picture. <laughs> hey, and next week we have an event called All In. Say All In. All In. And it is going to be so dope. It is basically like our summer weekend, except it's all in one night, so you don't want to miss it. We have Pastor Mark from Audacious Church in Manchester. And bro, you got to pull up because even if you don't care, he'll be talking in a cool accent. Like, it's cool. You got to be there, bro. And we'll have tons of raffles, prizes, games, giveaways. Yep. It's, it's a great a time. Night. So invite you your friends, text them. Whoever, your mom, your grandma, just kidding, don't bring your mom and grandma. <laughs> but invite your friends from school and be there. It's going to be fun. Everybody, everybody. Okay, guys, I know I love to worship Jesus and praise him. And another way that we can is by giving. But honestly, no pressure. But if you feel led to give, we got the boxes in the back. And you can always do it online or in the app. And we have one week left of our missions giving. Can we get a drum roll for our missions update? Bro, this is crazy. 
This is insane. We have raised $1,543.87. Bridgeth, we are so, so proud of you. And hey, this isn't the end. So if you would like to still give, we have a giving station in the back, as Brooklyn said. Um, but yeah, we're so proud of you guys. That's so rad. And hey, here at Bridge Youth, we love meeting new people. So everybody stand up, Get stand up, come stand on, up, come on. stand up. Meet somebody new and hit them with this question. The beach or the lake? The beach, the or, beach or the, the lake. lake? Let me know. Wakeboarding or surfing? back to y'all seats. All right, hey, so what was the consensus? Beach or the lake? I feel like it's a no-brainer at this point, right? Hey, we are switching things up tonight because I know what you're already thinking. Wait, aren't we about to jump into worship? And I understand why you're thinking that, right? Because that's what we do every single week. That's what we do here at Bridge Youth, as soon as they're done with family time question, we got the bumper video, and then after that, we come up here for worship. But we are switching things up this week. And the only thing that I ask you is two things. Number one, someone say number one. Just trust us, all right? It might seem different, it might seem weird. But number two, someone say number two. Is that whether you know it or not, God is already here. And the way that I know that, is because it says within God's word, Matthew 18, verse 20, it says, for where two or three are gathered in my name, talking about Jesus, so where two or three are gathered in the name of Jesus, there am I among 
them. See, it doesn't say that when you have worship before the message, then I'm going to show up. It doesn't say when you keep the same routine going, then I'm going to show up. It says where two or three are gathered in the name of Jesus, he's already here inside of this place. So if you are gathered in the name of Jesus, I want you to make some noise because guess what? He's already here in this place. And so what that means is, is that if he is already here, and if you're here in God's presence, that means that you are here for a purpose and you're here for a reason. Because God wants to speak to you tonight. And he wants to do some things inside of your life tonight. And so even though the setup might look different, even though the layout might look different, guess what? God's plan for your life did not change. It did not go away. It is still on your life. And so just because the layout may look different, guess what? That's, that means that there's not a time to distract someone. It's not a time to take somebody off base or try to get their attention away from what it is that God wants to do. And so I got a few things for us to just keep in mind. Number one, of course, don't distract. But number two, unless you really have to go to the bathroom, don't be going to the bathroom for no reason, right? I mean, we can hear you flush. We can hear you go. Like, it's embarrassing for both of us, trust me. Um, but let's maintain a level of just focus, a level of uh, distraction-free. Because here's the thing, like I said before, God wants to do some things inside of your life tonight. Whether worship is right now or it's going to be after the message. Or even if we had a night where there was no worship at all. Guess what? We are still worshiping God because he is here inside of this place. Whether we know it, whether we feel it, whether it's the same setup or not. Amen. Hey, so we're going to have a, uh, one of our amazing students, Lila, come up and pray for us right before we jump into the message. So here's what I want us to do. Everybody, just close your eyes, bow your heads. Maybe even if you want to have your, your hands out right in front of you. I know you're sitting down. It might feel kind of weird. But just have your hands out as a sign of saying, God, I'm not holding on to anything right now. All I want is what you have for me. Dear God, I thank you for this opportunity we have to listen to your word tonight. I pray that you would just speak through the message tonight that Pastor Corey is going to speak and that you would just give everybody in this room a chance to have an encounter with you, God. I thank you so much for everything you do for us. And in your name I pray, amen. Amen. Let's have a great night. See your two million, and I think I'll double it. Uh, do you guys got any sevens? Go fish. I'm all in. We're gonna have food, including corn dogs, cotton candy, snow cones. We're gonna have games, and we're gonna have a ton of raffle and giveaways. You don't wanna miss it. And we're gonna be having Pastor Mark Falstaff from Audacious Church from Manchester, England! Next Wednesday, May 31st, pre-service party at six, service at seven. It's gonna be amazing. You don't wanna miss it. Bring all of your friends, everybody you know. See you next week at All In. Shit. Wait, we're playing poker? Real flush. Should I have wore the should I have wore the wig, honestly? Should I have worn the wig?
Ah, I wish I had long, blonde, curly hair. Yo, welcome to Bridge Youth. Man, we are so stoked you chose to spend your Wednesday night with us. We're flipping the script on you. Everything's looking different tonight, but it's going to be an awesome night. Don't worry. You're going to have a time to worship. We're going to have a time to get hype. We're going to get hype all the way at the end of worship. So then you can get as sweaty and nasty as you want, and you don't have to, like, sit in the, you know, you don't have to sit. Anybody, like, ride your bike to school, you skate to school, and then you get there, and you're sweaty, and, like, you have, fur, like, you have, PE first period, and then like all day, you're just sweaty because I don't know about you, I never showered at school. That's weird. Um, but like, like everything switched up. We're doing things different, but God is about to work. Look at your neighbor, say, God's going to work. All right, open your, open your Bible to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. If you got a Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Hey, if you are brand new here, maybe you've never been to our church, maybe you've never been to church at all, whether you're in the room or you're watching online, you're the coolest person. We love meeting new people. Unless, of course, you think that the lake is better than the beach because then what's wrong with you, okay? What's, no, uh, okay, that is a justified statement if your family owns a boat, Okay. Because there's nothing like wake surfing, dude. Who's ever wake surfed? Wake surfing is so sick, dude. It's so much fun. It's like, like I surf for real surf. To, so like to surf a wave for 10 minutes straight, oh my gosh. Exhausting and exhilarating all at the same time. But um, if you are brand new, we around here, we like welcoming our guests in a way that never gets old for us. We like saying, everyone clear your throat. <clears throat> we are here to build you up, not... Yeah, we love you. We back you. We're so stoked that you came. We think it's so cool you spent some of your time. It's the end of the school year. You got finals. You got so much going on, and yet you're still here spending some of your time with us. We think that's so, so, so cool. Hey, one thing I want to echo um, that our service host talked about is next week. Somebody shout, next week. You just saw about it. You heard about it all in is happening. Our friend, Pastor Mark, we call him Foz, is coming from Manchester, England. Anybody ever been to England, the other side of the world? Dude, it's like, well, how long, is the, how long does it take to get over there? It's like 10 and a half, 11 hours to London, from London to Manchester. So it's like 13 hours. This dude's flying 13 hours over here, other side of the world. His family's coming, all of this, and he's going to be preaching for us next Wednesday. I promise you this. You might literally be like, like I'm, not, I'm not even a Christian. I don't even know how I ended up here. Cool, you don't have to believe to belong. You might tonight be like, I don't care about what this guy's saying. Cool, next week the dude has a beautiful British accent. It's fantastic, and you will just love the way he sounds. If you like the way the, the characters in Harry Potter sound, you'll love the way this guy sounds. Harry Potter goes to their church. Fun fact. He doesn't. That's not true. Harry Potter's a fictional character. But um, a bunch of uh, professional football players, soccer, go to their church, and they're so sick. I promise you, you don't want to miss it. Okay, this is something we almost never do, but I'm literally going to ask you guys to help me plan next week's event. Okay, you guys ready? You guys are on our planning committee now, all right? Y'all ready for this? We're going to be giving away a ton of prizes. And right now, I'm like up in the air on what our big prize should be. So let's, okay, well, I already got AirPods. Um, on the count of three, just shout out what we should give out. One, two, three. Okay, cool. We're just going to give out, because ah! that's what I heard. Um, Bible books? Did somebody say Bible books? That's somebody who serves in kids. Bible books. Um, uh, okay, 
So imagine you're winning the prize next week. Because what we're going to do is we're going to actually do a bunch of raffles. So the pre, you want to make it to the 6 o'clock pre-party, okay? You're going to be able to win a ton of raffle. Like you'll get raffle tickets just for showing up, but you'll be able to win more raffle tickets with our fair games. Um, there's going to be like, you know, when you go to the fair and there's like those fun games and there's like we're going to do, uh, we're gonna do a game where you're going to throw darts at balloons, um, and then, like, you'll be able to put your friend standing there with an apple on their head. You can throw a dart at them. And if you, I'm just kidding. Um, but there will be darts and balloons. And, like, you, if you, certain balloons will have, like, a ton of raffle tickets in it. Then you get to keep all those raffle tickets. We're going to play, um, uh, we're getting, like, what did we call it? Interns, what do we call it? Jumbo, jumbo cup pong. So we're giant, um, uh, uh, if you ever play cup pong in, in iMessage games, it'll be like that, except massive. And whoever wins will get a bunch of uh, raffle tickets. And then um, we're doing a shadow boxing competition. So whoever wins that will get a ton of raffle tickets. And then we're going to do some raffles in service. Um, in service, we're going to do some raffle tickets. We're going to do some games in service, too. Uh, uh, but if you are like you're holding your raffle ticket, your number gets called out, what would you rather win? Would you rather win an electric scooter or, like, a fatty Amazon gift card? <laughs> gift card? Or a scooter? Okay, who would want the scooter? Who would want the gift card? Cash is king, bro. All right, so next week we will literally be giving away hundreds of dollars worth of gift cards. The one gift card will not be the only one. We'll be giving away a bunch of gift cards. It's going to be an absolute blast. I promise you, you don't want to miss it. Look at your neighbor, say, all in. All right, so tonight we are continuing in our series, Kingdom Over Everything. The event planning's over. You've helped us plan the event. Appreciate it. We're getting into our series, Kingdom Over Everything. And, and next week, uh, Pastor Foz will be concluding this series. But this is the last time you'll hear from, from us on this series, Kingdom Over Everything. And, and here's what I think. Here is what I think. I think that over the next seven days, God wants to use you. Amen? Look at your neighbor. Say you. Look at your other neighbor, the one you chose second. Say you. I think God wants to use it. And I'm not saying that just because next week is all in. I'm kind of saying it because next week is all in. But the thing is, is we don't do events just to do events. We're not doing an event next week just because it's like fun and it's cool and we want to pack out a room and have a blast and give away hundreds of dollars worth of gift cards and eat corn dogs and snow cones and cotton candy. And I know those things don't all go together, but maybe they do. You don't know. Have you ever taken a bite of each and then chewed it up and figured out if they go together? But it's like what you eat at the fair and who doesn't like corn dogs and who doesn't like cotton candy and who does oh my gosh, this has nothing to do with my message, but anybody seen the sad video of the raccoon who's trying to eat uh, uh, cotton candy? And you know, raccoons, they wash their food before and so he puts it and it just disappears and he's like <laughs> it's like so sad dude don't look it up right now but after service go youtube it's the most depressing thing ever like we don't do events because like our life would be easier if we didn't do all in honestly you know why we do stuff like all in we do it because when we together bring our faith together and we put our efforts towards one night one moment one event it's amazing how god will show up and what god will do and we have so strategically placed this event on the calendar to be basically just about the last youth night of your school year. 
yeah, like graduation for you guys is like first, second week of June, shout out class of 2023. And like for some of you, you're moving on to high school and that's like first week of June, second week of June, depending on your school district and your school. But like pretty much May 31st is it. So we're really trying to like, here's what we're doing. Not like the Lakers, because the Lakers suck, bro. <sighs> Breaking my heart, man. But like, good for the Nuggets. But also, I'm a, I'm a, Hemi, I'm a Hemi Buckets fan now, okay? Miami Heat's going to win this thing. Like, I believe in it. Um, but like, what we're doing for real is we're basically trying to throw you a lob and you throw it down. Like, we're trying to make you inviting your friends, getting to your campus, seeing God use you on your campus as easy as possible. We're trying to partner with you to see God work. Amen? And I think that God wants to use you over the next seven days. It's a matter of whether or not you will allow him to use you. There's this uh, famous, famous preacher named D.L. Moody, and he said this. He said, out of 100 men, one will read the Bible. The other 99 will read the Christian. See, there's people that you will see in the next seven days, people that will come across your path that don't even own a Bible. They don't go to church. They don't know God, but they know you. And you're the only Bible that they will ever read. See, God wants to use you. So can I encourage you, don't overcomplicate it. Just do your part. If you're taking notes, here's the sermon in a sentence. If this is the first time you've ever heard me preach, I like to give the whole sermon in one sentence. Here it is, right here. There it is, right there. It's right there. If you do your part, God will do his part. Somebody say amen. See, you have your part to play. God has his part to play. If you do your part, then God will do his part. Here's the thing. Like, our part is regular. Somebody say regular. Our part is natural. But when we do the natural, God sprinkles the super on it, and it becomes supernatural. What we do might be totally ordinary. But then God gets involved, and he makes it just a little bit extra, like you're the friend that's sitting next to you. <laughs> he makes the ordinary extraordinary. We do the natural. He makes it supernatural. Anybody sitting next to a friend that's just a little bit too extra? Just a little bit. If you're like, if you're sitting there right now and you went, no, I'm not. You're the friend. You're the extra one. If you do your part, God will do his part. So can I encourage you? Don't overcomplicate it. Just do your part. Let God use you. Do your part. And here's the thing. Do your part, not mine. You can, I can't do your part. You can't do my part. And when should you do it? Right now. Look at your neighbor. Say, right now. Look at your other neighbor. The one you chose second. Say, don't wait. All right. First Corinthians chapter 12. Would you stand in the honor of the reading of God's word? We got like a, we got a little chunk of scripture, not a ton. If we're, if we're going 12 to 21, how many verses is that? Nine? Nine verses, and then we're going to jump down to 27, all right? Nine verses, then we're going to jump down to 27. Who's got a Bible app? If you got Bible app, New Living Translation, all right? New Living Translation. All right, here we go. The human body has many parts. Amen? <laughs> Uh, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of 
Christ. Now, what you need to know really, really quick if you're new to the Bible, they're not talking about Christ's, like, literal body. When it's talking about the, the body of Christ right now, what he's talking about, the writer of 1 Corinthians, is you and me. We're the body of Christ. He's going to break that down here in a minute. Some of us are Jews. Some of us are Gentiles. Some of us are slaves. Some of us are free. That's just because in that day and age, slavery was a really, really common thing. So he's speaking to the people that are in front of him. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, now we're talking about feet in church? Yes, we are talking about feet. Everybody take off your shoes. And I'm just kidding. We're going to have a feet washing ceremony. Just kidding. If you've been in church long enough and you've been in a couple weird churches, you've been in a foot washing service. And it's all kinds of weird, especially when junior high boys' feet are involved. (laughs) Move on, Corey. Verse 15. If the foot says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not a hand. That does not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not an eye, it says, I'm I'm not, like, it's not any less part of the body. If the ear says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not an eye, would it make it any less part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? Verse 18, but our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. Just like we can't ever look at each other and say, I don't need you. We are all a crucial part of the body. Can't ever say, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. Jump all the way down to verse number 27 as we read the last verse. It says this, all of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. Here are some of the parts of the body that God has anointed for the church. And he starts going down the line of all the different ways in which we can serve God. But here's the important part. You're a part of the body, and we need each other. Before you sit down, let's pray. God, you're so good. I pray that you would speak to us tonight. God, get me out of your way so you can come do what only you can do. In Jesus' name, amen. Grab a seat. Hey, um, have you guys ever looked like you were crying, but you weren't crying? You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, for real, like, you weren't crying, like, so one time, uh, at, at our old church, um, uh, I used to lead worship, like, I, I, like, we did everything at our old church, we had a small team, we didn't have a lot of people helping, and, like, we did everything, so, like, I would get up, I would lead worship, I would do announcements, I would service host, I'd do the games, I would preach, Amber would be in the back running sound, and she'd run up on the stage, and she would start helping lead worship and stuff, like, it was wild. And one time, I'm leading worship, and at the time, I was putting, like, way too much pomade in my hair than any one man ever should. And, and while, uh, Jake, can I pick up your guitar? Okay, I don't know where you're at, Jake. I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> Not going to lie, bro. I'm just going to, oh, my gosh, I'm breaking things. <laughs> Lord, I don't, know if, I don't know if this is going to stay in this mic stand. Probably not. Okay. I'll hold it like this. No idea. I don't know what I'm doing. Just kidding. I've been playing guitar for a long time. So I'm playing guitar. Is this on? I don't really need it to be for the illustration, but I'm going to ask you to turn it on anyways. How does it sound? Sound good? I'm just going to pretend I'm shredding. Like I don't even know how to play guitar. I do. So I'm playing guitar, and 
and my hair gets in my face, so I have to do this. And then like three seconds later, my eye itches. So then I rub my eye. So I did that, and then I rub my eye. And I got pomade in my eye. And we're leading, it's not a fast song, it's a slow song. It's like, yeah. Well, I remember the song we were playing. We were playing uh, Everything by Lifehouse. It's not a joke. And the song's like, because you're all I want, you're all I need, every, and it was like, you know, a moment. But then my eye starts watering, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, it burns. Like, my eye's burning so bad. And then I look down front at our students, and I see some, like, like junior high girls, like, oh, my gosh. Pastor Corey's crying. This is a moment, you know? And then they start crying. They're like, like, and then it's just like like a tidal wave. Like so many students start like really like, oh my gosh, like this is really a moment. You're all out. <laughs> yes, Jason. Like, and we're getting like, I'm feeling like a fake, bro. Like I'm feeling so I need to put this guitar down. I'm just gonna preach with the guitar the whole time. Seriously, does it look cool though? <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Jake, I might have broke your guitar. Thanks for the guitar pick, though. You'll never get that back. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm going to put it right there. Let me put your mic back, Jake. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to our worship team, by the way. They're freaking dope. I really felt like I had to repent because it looked like I was crying and I wasn't crying. Seriously, I wasn't crying. There was something in my eye. No, there was actually something in my eye. And, and like, people are catching on, following my lead, crying. After service, the students come up to me like, dude, like, Worship got so emotional, you know, and I was like, yeah, and I felt obligated, you know, to be like, I'm not going to lie, dude, like, I wasn't crying. I had pomade in my eye, and then they're like, all right, sure, buddy. You know, like, when a guy looks like he's crying, he's like, I had something in my eye. Like, I for real had something in my eye, and I felt like a liar. What's the point, Corey? My point is, like, pomade makes for great hair product, but for terrible eye drops, Here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. Pomade has a purpose. It, it, it has a role. It has a job. It has a part to play. And the part to be played for a pomade is not in your eye. Anybody who's an athlete and has ever gone and played their sport with hair product in their hair knows exactly what I'm talking about. You start sweating and it's dripping into your eye. It's the worst, bro. It's the worst. Pomade is not eye drops. Somebody write that down. Here's the point. Pomade has a part to play. So do you. You see what I did there? Write this down. Your first point is this. Do your part. Do your part. Pomade makes for terrible eye drops. And you, you are great at being you, but you suck at being anybody else. And there's so many, like this verse talks about these different parts in the body and how, how they're all unique, and they all play a part, and they're all important. But what seems to happen in church so often is because we all face in this direction, and we look at a stage for the majority of the service, we tend to think that those who hold microphones and sing and play instruments and preach tend to hold the greater value. But can I tell you that my role at Bridge Youth is no more important than your role? I said, my role at Bridge Youth is no more important than your role. But, Corey, I just show up and skate. 
Yeah, and I'm probably better at skating than you, for one. But for two, I don't know who you know, and I can't do what you do, and I don't go where you go, and your part is so incredibly important. So a couple questions under this idea of do your part. The first, it's kind of two questions in one. What do you have, and what can you do? What do you have, and what can you do? I'm going to come off the stage for this. I'm going I'm to preach in y'all's faces tonight. Um, Kai Dunn, buddy. Scoot over, guys. Excuse me. Pardon me. Come on. Scoot over. Ugh, Kai. Kai. Are you taller than me now? Stand up. Back to back. We did this when I baptized him. Is he taller than me? You made it, bro. Uh, how you doing, Kai? You good? Good to see you. Um, one of the things I love about Kai, Kai, Kai's one of the best basketball players I know, truly. But Kai, whenever he's out playing basketball, whatever he does, the talents and the abilities that God has given him, he doesn't look at this as this selfish thing to pass time and as if it's a hobby. Everything that Kai does on the court, he leverages for his faith. Like, if you look at Kai's Instagram, it's two things. It is basketball and Jesus. That's, like, basically it. And I'm so proud of you for that, Kai. Where's, where's the other Kai? Kai Burleson, you here? There you are, Kai. Excuse me. Pardon me. Coming through. <sighs> Kai. Excuse me. Pardon me. Coming through. What's up, dude? What's up? How we doing? Kai. Buddy. How you doing? How's it going? You good? Oh, yeah. I want to be as cool as you when I grow up. Dude, Kai, you're such a man. Can we, can you, can you, like, come zoom in on Kai's pants? Dude, look at these pants, man. Those are the pants of a man. You know what I mean? You hear that? He said, I was working on bikes right before this. I have a stain from my latte. You have grease on your pants. How old are you, Kai? 14. You're 14. You're more of a man than I'll ever be. <laughs> um, if you know Kai, you know, uh, you know Kai's an amazing uh, mountain biker. He's really, really talented. I don't think just off of heart. Yes, hard work, dedication, but I really think that God has gifted Kai to mountain bike. If you go to Kai's Instagram, Kai's Instagram looks like two things, man. Mountain biking and Jesus. And it's incredible. And this guy has a faith that is contagious. And I'm so proud of you, Kai, and the way that you share your faith. And the, the influence that you have on people that, honestly, I really do believe. No, no joke. I really do believe. There are people who stepped into Bridge Youth who would never, ever, ever go to church if you didn't invite them. 100%. 100%. I'm proud of you for that, Kai. Excuse me. Pardon me. Coming through. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um... Where's Emma Elmore? Emma! <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I got to hurry. <laughs> Emma, Emma's an artist, and Emma's really, really, really creative. But more than her creativity, Emma is, like, the best friend that you'll ever have. Like, she is so sweet. Her, her whole, and like, you, once you meet her family, you kind of see, oh, that's where she gets it from. Her family's so sweet. She is the type that, like, the moment you walk into her home, you're like, I'm just an Elmore. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm part of this family. And I think that that's truly like a gift from God. And you use that ability for the kingdom. And I'm so proud of you for that, girl. Um, let's see. Levi. I was just kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, Levi is like, Levi is, is, 
Levi's a twin, if you don't know. He has a twin brother. Um, did you just take a picture of him filming? It's like you just took a picture of him taking our picture. He's taking our picture, and you took a picture of the picture being taken. It's like we're in the Matrix. Levi has a twin brother. But if you're Levi's friend and you're a dude, you're his brother. That's how the guy lives, even though he might kill you if you drive in his car with him. <laughs> he ran a stop sign one time. I was like, bro, you just ran a stop sign. He said, no, I didn't. I was like, yes, you did. It was right there. He's like, there was nobody at the intersection. I said, yes, there was. There was somebody on the right. They were waiting, right? Like, if you are, if you are Levi's friend, you're his brother. That's just how he is. That's how he lives. And there's some of you who have that ability. You're like that. Chaz is, excuse me, pardon me, coming through. <laughs> Scoot it over, Chaz. Come on, make room, buddy. <sighs> Listen, Chaz, buddy, I don't, like, it's kind of, this one's hard to explain. Chaz just has a personality. And, and Chaz has this, like, if I were to give the microphone to Chaz right now, he could preach the rest of this message, like, just winging it, you know? Chaz has, Chaz has this personality about him that's, like, as much as, the best way I could say it is, like, if Chaz walks into the room, it's, like, all sorrow, depression, and, like, any sadness has to leave. Like, he's got the cure for depression, and it's his personality. And I think that that's God-given, and I'm so, so proud of you, dude, that you've always used that for God, your relationship for God. Sitting right in front of me are, are two girls love to death. They're like sisters of mine, Sarah and Hattie, and your, your names are, in fact, in my iPad on my notes up there. No idea what other names are up there because I've totally forgotten since then. Both of these girls, um, number one, they're incredibly talented dancers. They're super, super rad. Um, but they both are like the biggest ambassadors for Bridge Youth that you will ever meet. They're like, they literally, po like, they're doing their prom pictures, throwing up the Bridge Youth <laughs> sign. <laughs> and I'm like, this is sick. But it's like, there's some people who are apologetic about their faith. Like, I'm, they're almost like walking around like, I'm sorry that I'm Christian. <laughs> you know, they're like, they're, they're unapologetic about their faith. They walk with like this, this, this courage and this confidence in their faith that is amazing. And I think that there's so many people in this room, myself included, that have not just been encouraged and inspired by that, but can learn from it. And I'm so proud of you girls for that. Um, yeah. Uh, excuse me. Pardon me. Coming through. Excuse me. Lily, scoot over here. This is Lily. <laughs> Lily's awesome. Um, Lily has this faith about her where she, like, when she prays, things happen. And, and you've always, like, Lily, Lily has this very, like, how do you say, like, just this really soft personality. She's so sweet. Lily's the type of person that, like, if you have a problem with Lily, like, it's probably your problem. Like, if anybody who knows Lily, if someone's like, I don't like Lily, like, what's wrong with you? Like, you're the problem, you know? And, but Lily has this faith, and, well, faith is a spiritual gift. And she's always used that faith in her prayers in the direction of God's work. And you've blessed Bridge Youth yeah. by including us in your prayers. And I really think that you praying for Bridge Youth, there's things that's happened at Bridge Youth because you move mountains with yeah. your prayers. Yeah. Thank you for praying for us. Yeah. We appreciate you and love you, Lily. Excuse me, girls. Riley, get right in here. Riley, Marley, what's up, girls? How we doing? 
Molly, did the, did the, did the gardeners come and did they? <laughs> uh, Liv was FaceTiming Marley yesterday on my birthday. And Molly's like, can I say happy birthday to Pastor Corey? It's like, yeah, she had like vines on the wall behind her. I was like, call the gardeners, girl. They need to trim the vines. Um, girls, you have, oh, I came over to just sit next to you because I'm like, I want to be a part of your group. I want to be a part of the girls, you know, like, oh, hey, I'm part of the girls now. Um, but really, you guys have this friendship with each other that's really unique, and I think it's God-given. But I also think that the way in which you guys are able to include people and draw people in is like a God-given ability that not everybody has, but you have it, and you use it to leverage for the kingdom. And you guys are the type that encompass that I would rather be excluded for who I include than included for who I exclude. And a lot of people miss that, but like go back and watch the podcast later and you'll get it. And you guys are includers and you love people and you like, obviously you have a ton of gifts and talents and all of that. And you know, that's amazing. You leverage all those for the kingdom, but you guys are the type that have, there's no other way to say it than influence. And you use that for the Lord. And I think that that's so sick. And there's so many people, I'm like off script and off notes now. Like, I'm just like looking around at this point. And like, okay, like, I don't even know, like, I don't know that I've met you two dudes. But I love the jean shorts, dude. <laughs> um, what's your guys' names? Um, Bear. Bear? Your name's Bear? Like, Grizzly Bear? Dude, that's freaking sick. I got stuck with Corey. <laughs> Your name is Bear. I got stuck with Corey. Kai's pants are greasy. I trimmed my nails in my office today. <laughs> That's not a lie. What's your name, dude? Leo. Leo and Bear. Frick, should I? I should have, like, picked some less cool guys. But the whole reason I came over here is the fact that, like, just from a distance, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but you're cool. <laughs> like, you just have it. You know what I mean? Like, and not everybody knows what I mean, but, like, it being, like, there's probably a lot of people around you guys that look in your direction of like, dude, they dress cool, they got the fitted, his name's Bear. I've been, no, this is not a joke. I've been literally like, I need to buy myself some denim shorts. Like, they're so sick. Summer's here. It's summer over winter, by the way, 100%. But you guys, if you have this level of like, like, not everybody knows how to put together an outfit. Both of you guys do. Like our boy Isaiah over here runs a fashion uh, company because he knows he likes fashion. He knows how to put together an outfit, and he's creative like that, and you guys have that. Um, and not everybody will have that. And there'll probably be people. What grade are you guys in? Six? Seventh? So, like, in junior high, there's going to be a bunch of kids who, like, in your group, because, like, is what it is, you guys are probably in the cool group, and I think there's girls on the other side of the room who are currently trying to find your Instagram. Um, like, okay, so two options. You can use that selfishly, and you can use that to tear people down and be, like, you know, bring a bit more darkness into the world, or you can use all of that for God, for his kingdom, bring light, build people up, and don't tear people down. And if you have it, then you have a responsibility. So I want to encourage you boys, even though I don't know you, so I think my first time meeting you guys, dude, it's tough running a larger youth group because there's times we be like, dude, your first time at Bridge Youth? Like, I've been coming for a year. It's like, dang it, this is tough. How long have you guys been coming to Bridge Youth? Second time? Dang, son, what about you? So, oh, cool, seventh and second time, dope. So, I mean, it's probably the first time I've met you. And first time meeting you guys, can I just, like, I just want to, like, encourage you. Whatever amount of influence, if you guys have popularity, which I would put all the money in my bank account on the fact that you probably do, then, man, like, that's cool. Like, 
but use it for God. Use it to build people up, not tear people down. Bear and Leo, ladies and gentlemen, the coolest two kids that have ever lived in the history of humanity. Henson, how tall are you now, dude? Like seven foot? (laughs) Um, Six, six. I was joking, and now I feel like a midget. Um, So Henson is one of the most talented baseball players uh, that I've ever met in my life. He's also really, just stand up for a second, Henson. All right, sit back down. (laughs) He's born with it, man. (laughs) Like, some people got it, some people don't. Um, But, I mean, how long have I been knowing you? Seven years? Like, you were here before I got here. So I've been your youth pastor as long as I've been here. And both both Henson and his brother have always been people who, like, he runs, he helps run the Christian club on his campus. Um, He's, like, always been the dude who's, like, faith first, man. Faith first. And, and here's what I know. I know playing sports and being in a guy's locker room, like that's not easy to hold on to your faith in a guy's locker room, <laughs> especially when you're going to play all four years or probably go play in college. Like it's going to be tough. But Henson going to college, I'm not worried about him going to college and falling off of his faith because he's always held so tightly to his faith. And that's something that I'm so proud of you for. Man, like, I think that, like, wholeheartedly, that's a gift from God, probably also your mama's prayers, you know? But, like, I'm so, like, encouraged by that. And I think there's a whole room full of people that could look in your direction, dude, and be like, okay, so just because I'm on the baseball team or I'm on the football team or I'm on the basketball team or I'm on the cheer squad or I'm in that club or I'm a part of that group, that doesn't mean that I have to abandon my faith because here's a dude who never did. You know what I mean? Grayson, you're here. What's up, dude? Love you, Henson. You're the man. Grayson. Bro, I see those fours. Watch out. Um, Grayson, I won't, I won't share details of your story, but I know your story. And your story's tough, bro. Like, there's a whole room full of people here that would gasp if we began sharing your story. And we talked about you potentially sharing your story later on this year. And I, I can't wait for that. Um, but the way in which you've experienced tragedy at your age, and yet you, I remember we had a conversation where you're like, I don't understand, Corey. I don't get it. And I, I had to tell you, bro, I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. But I still know God's good. And you're like, me too, man. I know God's good too, even though I don't understand. Bro, when I tell you, how old are you, Grayson? Uh, 13. 13. Bro, I'll trade you hair. Just like real quick, can you give us one of these right here? I'm just kidding. You don't have to. <laughs> Come on, you're going to make the lady stumble. Chill, Grayson. <laughs> the, like the way that you've held on to your faith in the midst of tragedy is freaking inspiring, dude. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for showing a room full of people that no matter what storms of life come, that you can hold on to your faith, that just because times are bad, God is still good. So thank you for, like, paving the way for so many people in that and holding true to your faith, man. Proud of you for that, dude. Um, like, like back, back row people, like, you guys are so, you guys are so dope, like, and so many of you guys sit in the back because, like, you don't want to be seen. And now we have a mobile camera coming around to put you on a screen. And, like, I could go down the line, and if we sat and talked for two minutes, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, because this is one of the things that God, God's gifted me to do. Like, God's gifted me in this. I guarantee you, I go and I talk to you, and give me two minutes of hearing your story. Two minutes. And it was one of my favorite things in the world to do. Like, if I don't know you, if Amber doesn't know you, please come talk to us after service. I would love to get to know you. 
I would love it, dude. But if I talk to you for two minutes, I guarantee you that I could tell you the ways in which God is wanting to use your life. Some of y'all have a boat. Bless me, bro. Like, let's go on the boat. I want to wake surf again. <laughs> like, okay, so not only who are you, but what do you have? Do you have a swimming pool? You have, do you have, like, a, do you have a big house? Does your mom have a minivan that she could bring a bunch of people next week to all in? Like, what do you have? Like, what has God blessed you with? We're a blessing to be a blessing. And if you gave me two minutes with anybody in this room and you started sharing your story and who you are, I guarantee you I could begin to point out how God wants to use you. And I know what so many people are doing, and I, time is like my enemy right now because I can literally just go through the whole room and just start talking to each and every one of you about how amazing you are. Kate, like, one more. <sighs> Excuse me, pardon me. Get out of the way, Ethan. Okay, two more. This is Ethan. Ethan is the coolest dude ever, man. Like, he's so, so sick. And if you know Ethan, you know how dope Ethan is. And Ethan does photography, and he helps us with that. He's so awesome. You're like a little brother, Ethan. You just took a picture of someone taking a picture of you. Excuse me, pardon me. Come with him. What's up, Wyatt? How are you doing? You good? What's up, Quentin? David? How you doing? This is Kaylee. So many of you don't know Kaylee, and you would, like, you would maybe never meet Kaylee because Kaylee's not typically, like, over there in the spotlight with a microphone in her hand, and this is, like, her least favorite thing that's ever happened, ever. She's like, why, Corey? I hate you. I'll buy you a coffee later to make it up. Kaylee is the sweetest girl you will ever meet in your whole life. And I'm not just saying that because my niece's name is Kaylee as well. But, like, she is the type of, like, I just, when she started, like, I want to serve at Bridge U, it's like, you know, what do you want to do? She's like, I'll do anything. I just want to serve God and help make youth happen for all these young people who, who need to know Jesus like I know Jesus. She's so dope. And so many of you would never know who she is because she sits over here in the back humbly just serving God. And I think that's so, so, so sick. Love you. Oh. Marlon, you're dope too. Marlon, you're dope too. Marlon. Savvy, you're awesome. I love you. You're so cool. Evan, I love you, dude. You have a personality that is like, so, dude, the amount of times, Evan, that you have cheered me up when I was in a bad mood and I needed to preach that night in like 10 minutes, and the fact that you came in the room and they'll come to me and be like, Corey, I just got this Star Wars thing. It's so sick. I'm like, yes, somebody who gets me, bro. Like, I have a Star Wars tattoo. And like, Savvy, like, you have this level of influence that not everybody has, and you use it and you leverage it for your faith, and that's so sick, dude. And like, there's like, I can legitimately just go through the, this whole room. Like, Cash, like, you're here week in and week out. You're like family, bro. Like, and, and, and you have so much consistency in just being like a brother to all of us. Like, I could go through this whole room, and there's so many of you who are like, yeah, well, he didn't pick me out of the crowd. I could. Like, give me enough time. Are you guys willing to be here for the next five hours? Because I would just do it. But we don't have that much time. I, my clock says I have one minute and 30 seconds left, and I'm only in my first point. <laughs> and we have worship to do after this, okay? You have a part to play. You. Look at your neighbor. Say you. And I know, like, from, from the, the greatest leader in the room to the person who is the most distracting person in the room every week, you all have a part to play. You're a part of the body. And the thing is, is I can't do your part, and you can't do my part. I'm not saying you can't preach. Maybe God will call you to preach. I don't know. But we have a unique calling. So what do you have, and what can you do? What's God calling you to do? Because there's a calling on your life. And the thing is, is that, like, the body, us, 
If there's any part of the body not functioning, not doing their part, the whole body suffers. What are you saying, Corey? Here's what I'm saying. If you don't do your part, all of us suffer. There are things at Bridge Youth that will not happen if you don't do it. 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 There's things here that if you don't do it, it's not going to happen. So catch this. There's ways in which collectively we will all experience God if you do your part. But if you don't, then all of us miss out. If you don't do your part, then we all suffer and we all miss out. Look at your neighbor. Say, do your part. So what do you have? What can you do? Here's the next question here under do your part. What do you have? What can you do? Here's the, here's the next question is, who do you know? Here's the thing. I don't want to, like, I want, I want heaven to know my name, but I want hell to know my name too. I want to do so much for God that when I die, heaven rejoices because I'm going home. And when I die, hell rejoices because I just left the battlefield. I don't want to be over here stagnant, not doing anything for God. And I think that the greatest enemy of the church is not Satan. I think it's complacent Christians. Okay, here's what I mean. Um, does anybody else love, uh, like, just unsweetened iced tea? I actually love unsweetened iced tea. No? No? Oh, all right, it's sweetened. It's not. You like, okay, come here. Come here. Come on, girl, get over here. All right, here you go, hold that. Gosh, Ugh, can you open that for me? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, here you go. I promise. I promise you, I did not do anything to this. Okay, this is not like a prank or something. Have a try. How's it? It's good. Okay, stay up here. Here, stand, stand right over there. Anybody else like tea? Okay, come here, Pritham. Here you go, dude. There you go. All right, have a try. Sick. Okay, cool. Who else likes iced tea? Okay, like, uh, yeah, blonde girl right here. Yeah. Well, you raised your hand. Like, what do you expect? Dude, I love this. You're in pajama pants. <laughs> Sick. Here you go. You like iced tea? You're not, like, allergic or something? Okay, cool. Imagine, like, can you be allergic to iced tea? I don't know. All right, give it a try. Good? Cool. Okay, who else likes iced tea? Yeah, my, my man. You know who you are, Leo. Get over here. Leo. All right, Leo. Here's some iced tea, dude. Give it a try. How is it? Okay, really quick question. Um, I poured all of you a full cup. Why'd you just take a sip? No, I said, I said give it a try. I gave you a full cup, but you took a sip. God pours a full cup into our laps, and we're just over here taking a sip. You guys can keep that. You get, you go ahead, head back, head back to your seats. Finish that off. Go to town. <laughs> Don't spill it. You know the biggest, the biggest enemy of the church? The biggest enemy of the church is not Satan. It's a bunch of Christians with this full cup just having a little sip. God wants to use you. And you're over here settling for a sip. 
God wants to use you and you're settling for sitting in a seat in church. God wants to use you and you're settling for I watched the passion of the Christ one time. God wants to use you. Stop settling for average, ordinary, mediocre. Who do you know? Who are you going to see in the next seven days? In your, at your school, on your team, in your family, at the gym, in the coffee shop. Who are you going to see? Because I, here's what I really think. I think God wants to use you and he wants to use you over the next seven days and living kingdom over everything. He's just trying, just chug it. Hurry up, just chug it, girls. Come on, kill the thing. <laughs> and I think that like so many of us, we get caught up with like, Oh, that's just, that's enough. That's enough. Um, if you reach under your seat, you have, a, you have a sticker under your seat. Front row, it's going to be tough, but you, know, you can find one later. If you flip the sticker over, we, we've printed these stickers intentionally to act as like, once you peel that, like you can keep a sticker or you can give the sticker away and you can use the other side as, a, as an invite card. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to pause, band, you can start heading up. We're going to pause right now. And we're just going to pray, God, who are you calling me to invite next week? Just now, like a name or a face just popped in your head. That's not just because you know the person. That's because God's calling you to reach out. Let me pray for you real quick. God, whoever just popped into our hearts or minds, help us. Help us to invite them next week. In Jesus' name, amen. So not only do you know and who you're going to invite, but you know there was four friends who took their, their paralyzed friend to Jesus. And scripture says that, that Jesus saw those friends' faith and he healed their friend. Because of their friend's faith, this guy experienced a miracle. Now I'm not, yeah, we all just talked about the friend who needs the miracle. But let's talk about who are your other three friends that are going to go with you. Who are your faith friends that when you're like, you know so-and-so? I'm like, yeah, that dude's crazy. I'm going to invite him to church next week. What? Bro, you better wrap his feet in tinfoil because them puppies are going to burn the, step, the moment he steps on holy ground. It's like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to invite him. He needs Jesus. He needs to know God. Will you go with me? Look at your neighbor. Say, will you go with me? Sometimes we need faith friends to go with us. Living kingdom over everything looks like just doing your part. What do you have? What can you do? Who do you know? Because God's calling you to play your part. Will you play your part? As we start closing down, write this word down. It's the second point, the last point. Urgency. I think living kingdom over everything means living with a bit of urgency. Living with a like, come on, like, we don't have forever. For one, Jesus is coming back. And, and, and 1 Thessalonians 5, 2 says, For you know quite well that the day of the Lord's return will come unexpectedly, like a thief in the night. Jesus, like, says, I'm coming back, and it's going to be unexpected. And I'm, not the, I'm not the guy that's like, oh, dude, like, I, have, I was messing with your guitar, Jake, so God knows if it's still working, bro, hopefully. Um, I'm not the guy who's like, the Holy Spirit just showed up. As soon as the band started playing. 
I'm not the guy that's like, oh, there's a story behind this tattoo. But there's a story behind this tattoo, the one that says no sleep. And a lot of you guys think that I have a tattoo that says no sleep because I suffer from insomnia. That's not it. I suffer from insomnia because y'all stress me out, okay? Because <laughs> some of you girls start dating boys. You should not date. And all the leaders said amen. Because there... There's a band that I used to listen to called Sleeping Giant, who's one of the most like influential Christian hardcore bands that was out there. The, the band that I got the whole idea of Kingdom Over Everything from. And they have a song that says, you'll get no sleep from my eyes. Because the whole world, they're not living. It's like they're sleepwalking. The whole world is out here running on autopilot. They have no clue that God exists. God has a plan for their life. God has a purpose for their life. And the enemy's got you tricked and fooled into believing the same thing. The enemy's got you tricked and fooled into believing that your school campus is just the place where you'll go and learn math that you'll never use again. When the reality is, is you've been sent onto that campus on assignment by God. Leo and Bear. God's calling you onto your campus. The coolest kids on campus. Like, you think that you're on that sports team because you just like that sport. No, you're set on assignment onto that team because there's somebody on that team who needs you as a friend. They need the hope you have in your heart, and they need a community and a family like Bridge Youth. You thought that you were born into your broken, messed up, dysfunctional family, and it's all accidental, but you had to be there. You ever tell a story and that, like, it's a story of a, like, you were a part of this event, and then you're like, it was amazing, and then you tell the story, and the person's like, whatever. And you're like, ah, you hit them with, you had to be there. What if you had to be there, like, in your family? Because there was no other way that God was going to get his message of his love and his grace and his redemption to your messed up, wild, dysfunctional family, if not through you. I grew up in a family that didn't know Jesus. Every day that I went home from youth group, I went home to a family that didn't know God. The biggest, like, discouragers of my faith was my own family. And some of you go home to that every week. What if you had to be? What if God so intentionally placed you in that family because they need you? Who do you know? Have some urgency because Jesus is coming back. Any second, any second. There's people out here, there's Christians out here who want to argue about the stupidest things, the silliest things. There's, there's Christians out here who are getting distracted in life by the stupidest things. The dumbest things. You're over here like, oh, well, the person I wanted to be president didn't win. Jesus is still coming back. Like, do you not believe that? Because if you did, you'd probably live different. And any moment he could come back, it could be right now. It could be five seconds from now. It could be five minutes from now. It could be 500 years from now. I don't know. But Jesus said, I'm coming back. And it's not going to be when you expect it. You'll have no clue. And I don't know about you. I don't want to be caught sleeping. I don't want to be caught snoozing and napping. I want to be about my father's business. 
when Jesus comes back. I want Jesus to come back and, and like, I want him to catch me right in the middle of like preaching or inviting somebody to church or feeding the homeless or befriending the one kid who's got no other friends and I can leverage my influence to be able to pull him to, I want to be, I want Jesus to come back in the moment, right in the moment when I'm like walking a little old grandma across the street, you know, and Jesus comes back like, bro, it's really good timing. Thank God I wasn't like in the movie theater watching a rated R movie or something, you know what I mean? Come on, somebody. Like, I want to, I want Jesus to come back in the moment when everybody else is making fun of that kid and tearing him down. And I'm stepping in and saying, hey, why don't you all shut up? Because if anybody has a problem with him, they have a problem with me. Hey, want to go to church with me next week? I want, I want Jesus to come back in the middle of a moment of worship when I don't care who else is around or what anybody else thinks, and I'm just worshiping Jesus like it's just him and me. I want Jesus to come back when I'm all alone in my room, diving into God's word, and I'm reading something that I've read a thousand times, and then I go, oh my gosh, I've never thought about it that way. I never saw it that way. God, like, I I feel like I understand you and know you differently. What do you want to be doing when Jesus comes back? Cool. Do that tomorrow at school. Do that Friday night. You want to know what living kingdom over everything is? I know we can say kingdom over everything. We're like, dude, that sounds so gnarly. Like, I can't move all of God's kingdom on my own. No, you can't. Kingdom over everything just means do your part do it with some urgency. Bow your heads, close your eyes. God, you're here. You're moving. God, I pray every one of us speak right now. Move our hearts. With heads bowed and eyes closed. Maybe as I'm talking about the fact that Jesus is coming back, you're thinking to yourself, I'm not ready. We're going to get you ready right now. You're going to have the opportunity to get ready. To say, God, like, I want to know you. I want a relationship with you. If you don't know, Jesus died for your sins, for you and me. That everything, everything wrong that we ever did was laid on him so we could have forgiveness and grace. So this is your moment to receive that forgiveness and grace. How do I do that, Corey? Easy. All you have to do is just say yes. That's it. Literally, all you have to do is say yes. So in this moment right now, nobody distracting anybody, heads bowed, eyes closed. If that's you, I'm going to count to three. When I get to three, I just want you to lift one hand. Don't worry about what's happening around you. Don't worry about anybody else. This is your moment. Public setting, private moment. Heads bowed, eyes closed. When I get to three, you just lift your hand, then you can put it right back down. One, two, three, go. All over this place. You can put it right back down. Amazing. So proud of you. Let's do this. Let's pray. I know maybe for some of you, you're like, I've never prayed. That's okay. I'm going to give you the words. Just repeat these simple words right after me. Everybody say this. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner, but I know you're a Savior. Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins and you rose from the dead. So tonight, I give you my heart. I give you my life. I give you everything. And from this day forward, 
I'm going to follow you. No turning back, no looking back. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, can we welcome people into God's family right now? Hey, don't move just yet. Hey, if you just prayed that prayer, it's not the end of the journey, it's the beginning of the journey. We want to continue the journey with you with something that we call Next 7 Days. There's seven videos that will help answer some questions you might have and propel you forward in your faith journey. All you got to do is DM us at BridgeYTH underscore and just DM us the words Next 7. We'll handle the rest. Um, if you don't have Instagram, come talk to me, Amber, any one of our leaders. We'll get you Next 7 Days in a different route. Before we move up and have a time of worship, um, I want to take a moment to pray together. Uh, two parts. Any... This is so random. Bear has definitely seen this movie. Anybody ever seen the movie Gladiator? It's like the manliest movie ever. And there's a, there's a quote in the movie Gladiator where um, Russell Crowe's character, he says, what we do in life echoes in eternity. And I want to amend that a little bit. What we do in life can echo in someone's eternity. How amazing is this, you guys? A very simple invite to church, a prayer, taking somebody out to lunch or coffee, friendship, a text can legitimately shift somebody's eternity. And we get to play a part in God's story in people's lives. So who in your world is God calling you to play a part in their eternity over the next seven days. I want to pray for you. That whoever's on your heart and mind right now, that God would give you the opportunity, the strength, the courage, even the wisdom to be a part of their story this week. Bow your heads, close your eyes. God, we all know people who need you. And we are collectively gathering our faith around this thing we're calling all in. And truly, we are going all in. Over the next seven days, God, we commit to you this. If you, if you open the door, if you give us the opportunity, we'll step in, God. We'll invite them. We'll pray for them. We'll, we, we'll buy them lunch. We'll offer them the ride. We'll, we'll hand them a, this sticker, like whatever. God, if you put the opportunity in front of us, we'll step into it. But God, you got to help us. God, you got to give us the strength. You got to give us the courage. You got to give us the wisdom. You got to give us the tenacity. You got to give us the faith friends that will go with us. But God, if you do that, then we will be faithful to do our part. God, if you do your part, we'll do our part. So God, help us to do our part. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, nobody distracting anybody. Why don't you guys head up to the front? Corey, why... Why share all this stuff about doing our part, about having urgency? Um, I mean, if anybody didn't know, yesterday was my birthday. And very awkwardly, all of you showed up without a gift today. So that's weird. No, just kidding. Hey, look, look. You honestly, you want to know what the best, best birthday, best birthday gift I got yesterday was? It was the handful of messages that I got from people, some of you, some people from throughout the world and places that I've gone and I've preached that said, somewhere, somewhere something like this, Corey, 
I know that you don't even know me, but you preached in Idaho a few months ago. And your message has changed my life, and I experienced God in a way I never knew I could. I know Jesus because you introduced me to him. Some people right here at Bridge Youth who are like, Corey, I have messages from people who are like something along these lines. Corey, if not for Bridge Youth, I don't think I'd be here. Thank you for what you do. People said, Corey, like you've helped me get close to God on such a real and a genuine and authentic level. Why are you sharing this, Corey? Because you're so awesome? No, that's not it at all. It's that that is so amazing. The feeling of knowing that you were a part of, of God's plan in someone's life, that you got to be the person who said, hey, so-and-so, this is Jesus. And eternity changed for them. And I want you to know that feeling because there's nothing in the world like it. This kingdom over everything feeling where some, you played a part. Jesus did all the heavy lifting. Don't get it twisted. But you played a part in somebody's eternity shifting. So I pray in this moment as we worship, this is what we're going to do. We're going to end the night worshiping. We're going to do two worship songs right now. Amber's going to chat, and then we're going to end in a party and fun, hype worship. And I pray through this, that faith would rise in your heart, that whoever God put on your heart, that you would begin to even strategize, God would show you ways to invite them and to pray for them and to reach out to them, but that faith would rise in your heart tonight. So would you do this? Close your eyes, lift your hands, forget that you're in a crowded room. God, I pray in these moments as we worship you, as we glorify you, as we lift your name on high, God, I pray in Jesus' name that you would just help faith rise in our hearts. God, I pray that faith would increase, Lord. I pray in your presence, God, that you would work in a way that is so real and tangible. God, religion aside, ritual aside, pre preconceived ideas aside, and we would experience you in a genuine, authentic, and a real way, and in a way that helps us to step into all that you have for us, that we would go all in in our relationship with you tonight and begin living kingdom over everything. In Jesus' name. King, except for our hearts singing. 
Constrained by time 
Good. 
minute, we're gonna end in crazy, fun praise. But I wanna share a little bit of my story, a little piece of my story. I felt like with what Corey was preaching tonight, it just reminded me of my senior year in high school. I actually had a really hard time my senior year. I had a lot of stuff going on. I had lost a lot of friends my senior year. There were some, some lunches that I ate alone or in my history teacher's class because I was going through a lot. And I had an ordinary friend who invited me to her youth group, Very, just an ordinary friend that I went to shows with and she was like, come to my youth group on Tuesday nights. And I was like, I can't, I have volleyball. I played volleyball. And so I said, at the end of the season, I'll go. But just an ordinary friend that invited me to youth group, I decided to go. And at that youth group in the middle of a lot of hard stuff, I found an ordinary best friend at that youth group. And that ordinary best friend is Pastor Corey and we've been married for the last 14 years. And so in the middle of an ordinary friend was used by God to invite me to a youth group where I found my best friend who is now my husband. And he's encouraged my faith in incredible ways, not because he's Corey, but because he knows Jesus. And my ordinary friend that knows Jesus just simply said, come to youth. And I saw God work all things together. We were just singing about how God works all things together. So in the middle of whatever season you're in, be the ordinary friend for the next seven days and beyond, because we're Bridge Youth. We go all in, we go big. We don't play, we're genuine. We're not, we're not the ones that are gonna have a short-lived faith. We are the ones that are gonna have faith for a lifetime. So be the ordinary friend this week and invite that person, that person that was on your heart. I want you to think of them right now. And you know what, for accountability, right before we get into a little more worship, in just a minute, think about that person. So I'm giving you a little time. We are making it so easy next week. We have a preacher coming all the way from the UK and God's gonna use him powerfully. We're gonna have free snow cones. We're gonna have, you know, we're gonna have rat like games. We're gonna have corn dogs. We're gonna have all the fun stuff. But all of it is ordinary things to allow God to do something extraordinary. So before we get into praise, before we get a little crazy, a little praise bit going on, for accountability, I want you to turn to the person next to you and say that name to that person. That's who I'm gonna invite next week. That's who I'm gonna invite. That's the person. That's the person I'm gonna invite. So now you've told somebody, you've told somebody, Bridge you, so now you gotta do it. All right. So now let's get ready for our last song of worship. Who's ready? Come on. No, 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 no. This is Bridge Youth. Who's ready for our last praise song? All right, Bridge Youth. Invite that person and let's get it. We'll see you next Wednesday. Dream. 